It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. That describes how it is to graduate college. On one hand, no more tests, no more teachers, no more stupid assignments, um, no more missing homework. But on the other hand, adulting and having real ass bills. Now, there may be some things that I just do not know, but there are a few things that I have a knack for. <laughs> This is Nakia, aka Knack, and today we have a Knack for Life After College. Okay, so this one has been extremely hard to shoot. I've been working on this for, I know, like weeks now. Um, and for some reason, I just cannot finish this one. Maybe because I'm still kind of like going through this battle. Like, I still, I'm still living life after college. I still haven't quite gotten everything together at all. Um, yeah, I'm not, I don't have anything together uh, except for my sanity on occasion so maybe that's why maybe that's why i haven't been able to just shoot this one how i wanted to because i don't have the answer sway maybe that's why because i don't have the answer sway but anyway i don't even want to say like oh anything Kanye, because i know how y'all are about kanye right now so anyways um to get started of course i wanted to share um a couple of clips because Y'all, job hunting is hard, and life after college and just trying to figure out what you're doing is hard, and sometimes it hits you emotionally. So I wanted to share these two clips. They're they, I guess if I was somebody else, I would be embarrassed because they're a hot mess. This is me uh, on Hot Mess Central. Um, well, I was crying in a parking deck, and then I stopped crying. I'm like, okay, I got myself together, and then I. <laughs> I was like, nah, I gotta go back in and like record some more because I still I'm still in tears. So here's two clips. Um because I told you I'm not gonna flex on here. I'm just gonna be myself and sometimes I'm gonna just a uh, complete just Saint Lunatic. So listen to these clips. Um Yeah. <laughs> So I always promise myself that I will use everything that happens to me for something and I will use it. I'm sitting in a random parking deck with, I mean, with complete tears in my eyes. Um, and I don't even know. I think I'm just going to go and get a chicken sandwich after this. I don't even care anymore and it's like I would like I probably will pray about it later but I just you know it's like okay do I just keep saying the same thing I've been saying for the past 57 days like I'm gonna say the same thing so you know sometimes I get you know it's a little bit discouraged like I'm gonna still say that same crap so I don't know what my, my life is going I don't know if I need to just go in this building and just make somebody to hire me I don't know if I need to get shots and become a stripper i don't know what the freak i need to do right now i'm really just over it i don't know what direction i'm going in and life kind of sucks just a little bit it's only gonna suck until i get this chicken sandwich and i'm gonna take my home 
but I'm really over it. I'm really over the whole job hunting thing. Uh, I'm over life. If this is my life, like, to just job hunt forever, like, I'm over it. So, yeah, this is life after college. This is, <laughs> this is some of the life. Like, I'm literally laughing at myself cry because I'm a goddamn idiot. Like, that's how I feel. Um, yeah, so that's it. <laughs> A few moments later. I just always eat whenever I get sad. So I'm well on my way to a 600-pound f***ing life. Um, maybe then I'll have a job because somebody will come and film me and maybe they'll give me some money. Like, <laughs> it really sucks because it's not even like I'm skillless. Like, I literally worked all four years to college. I literally have management experience. And I still can't find a job I can't even get a freaking interview and it sucks because I just feel really worthless like I feel like like why did I just do everything I did like what do I do next it's really like all my friends are gonna get jobs and like am I just never gonna get a job I don't know what my next step is <laughs> and I'm laughing and crying at the same time <laughs> because I'm about to run out of graduation money and I don't have a job and like what the hell like I don't even know what to do anymore <laughs> so just think about this before you graduate like I know that you're probably excited but it can suck <laughs> and I don't even know when it's gonna stop sucking like I wanna like be really positive <laughs> for other people but this sucks <laughs> it sucks <laughs> because I still don't have any direction for my f***ing life and I don't have any money I have a hundred dollars if that and my car and my gas cost forty dollars and so I'm only gonna have sixty dollars for the rest of my f***ing life and I have to pay my phone bill on the first and I'm gonna have four dollars left like <laughs> so I'm having a really hard time right now <laughs> and I would just go home but like <laughs> I just wanna give up <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> um, <laughs> I did not think I was going to start my day with crying, with tears. Oh, my God. <sighs> I was feeling so positive <sighs> yesterday. And now today I'm a f***ing wreck. Great. <sighs> and I just wish I could be honest with people, but I can't f***ing cry. Because then people are going to be a little bit concerned. <sighs> maybe one day I'll look back on this and I'll be like wow okay like <laughs> everything worked out but for now it sucks and I'm just trying to um gather myself I'm trying to collect my freaking marbles and I just want to eat a whole freaking pie because I feel like that would make me feel better so I'm not gonna go and reward myself with ice cream because I'm having a hard night. So, yeah. Yeah. Those are kind of... Yeah, they're ridiculous. But at least you know I'm credible. Like, at least you know, like, I'm not... Like, that. if that doesn't prove to you that I'm being my real self, then I don't know what could do it. 
um, because that has been, I mean, that was, yeah, that was a low point. That was like me at rock bottom the other day. Yeah, just the other day. Like, that's the, that's the gag. Like, not even months ago, like the other day. But to get started, um, after that, I feel like that was a good, that was a, I came in with a bang, I feel like. But just to get started, I just wanted to share with y'all some stuff that I wish people would have shared with me when I freaking graduated in December. Like, maybe not that same day, because, like, I needed a moment. But maybe, like, that next week. Or maybe, like, the week before. But then I was in the finals, so I was like, look, I don't need this. But sometime, maybe my last semester, a little bit after, I wish people would have shared these truths with me. So, just to give you guys a little bit of background... I just graduated in December with a degree in psychology. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> no where I was going with that. But, yeah, I graduated. I feel like I'm doing a job interview. Maybe that's why. Um, but, anyway, I graduated um, this past December. So, December 2017 with my degree. And, literally, right there at the end, I had so many, like, little things just happen. Like, it snowed on the last day of my final, um, or the day of my last final. And, I was like, what is going on? Like, it was papers. I was like, I don't even know how to speak English anymore. Like, group projects where you're like, oh my gosh. Like, I just, I'm just ready to go. Like, quit trying to hold me back. I don't understand. So it was a lot of that. And so whenever that day came, December 12th at 10 a.m., I was so ready to walk across the stage, so ready to be done, so ready to just do what I got to do. Like, what do I have to do where I got to be at? I'm ready to go. So when I graduated, of course, like anybody else, I was so, so, so happy, like just happy to be done. And it was so funny. People would, like, tell me, like, yeah, like, after graduation, like, I had a depression. Or after graduation, I had, like, a little bit of a hard time. Well, whenever I graduated, I was planning this event um, called Make Jesus Famous. And it went really, really well. And it took up all my time. I did not, like, I was feeling okay. Like, I was like, I'm feeling pretty normal right now. Like, I was still working at my same job. I still live in my same apartment. Um, So... I was like, okay, I feel really regular. I just feel like maybe I'm on a summer break. So I was like, okay, look at me. I might have just surpassed a little downtime. Like, it'll be fine. And at the same time, I was looking up jobs. So I'm like, okay, in my head, I had it all planned out. Okay, I'm going to start job hunting in, like, October, November. Then by that time, I'll give me enough time to have a job by January. People will be hiring at the beginning of the year. They're going to hire me immediately. So then by the time my lease is up, I'm going to have enough money to get me another apartment. I'm not going to have to move home. All right. Then after that, I'm going to work for six months. Then I'm going to go back to school in August. I'm going to get my master's degree. Like, y'all had it all figured out. Well, let me tell you something. Things do not always go the way that you plan them. Okay? So I learned that very, very quickly. Like, oh, okay. I haven't got a job yet, but it's fine. Like, whatever. I'm going to find me a job. It got to be, you know, December, whatever. I haven't graduated yet. got to be January. I'm like, okay, I haven't found no job yet, but it's fine. Like, I got to just think about this event anyway after the event. You know, everything going to happen. got to be February. I'm like, okay. Like, now I'm about to move out, but God is still on the throne. Like, I'm, I know that he's not going to, you know, allow me to move back home. I don't want to do that. All this kind of stuff, y'all. 
y'all right at the beginning of march because i mean i moved out at the very very end of february so right there at march march hmm, we were for my birthday my birthday is march 2nd moved back home wow okay okay no it's fine everything is cool whatever well when i moved back home it was a complete 180 so i went from having my own space and doing my own thing and being 20 minutes from work and doing all this stuff being with my friends and you know just doing me in my own space i have to reiterate that because i love my space to now i live in a house with six people and my stepdad's mom was actually in my old room so i don't even have a room here i don't know what i'm doing i'm like sleeping like my sister had like a bed with like a trundle bed underneath so like i'm like sharing a room with my sister who's eight years old and my siblings are getting up you know in the morning to go to school like just totally different like i had no space zero space I'm just putting my stuff in other people's room. My Literally, my only space is on my mom's good couch. She don't even want me on her good couch. I'm just like, wow. Like, where is my life going? What is it doing? I have no idea. And so, with that kind of happening, plus, you know, you're not around your friends anymore. I still haven't found a job. I have no idea what I'm doing. I feel like these people in this house, they see me here. So now they know that I don't have no job. They know I'm not doing anything during the day. Like, they're probably going to be like, what is she? Like, what are you, what do you have going on in your life? All that hit me and it hit me hard. Like, I just felt just so bad. Like, I just felt like did I just plateau? Like, did I just get this degree and, like, that's it? Like, is this my life now? Like, do I... So, okay, I'm not going to be able to get a job. Okay, so, like, do I have to figure this thing out myself? Like, God, what are you doing? Like, are you, are you... Are we still here? Like, are we good? Like, am I doing something wrong? Am I... Like, what is going on? I don't understand this. And so... I literally, I mean, I was crying, like, every day, just sad, just, the life was dark, life seemed so dark, and I'm just like, I don't know what to even do, I don't even know what to do, I don't even know how to get out of this funk, I couldn't get out of this funk if I tried at this point, so, I just really, I mean, the dark ages, like, it just felt so bad, and you know, and not to say, I'm saying, like, I was as if this was, what, like, oh, months ago. No, this is, like, something that I'm still coming out of now. So, um, really, I've been having a fight, like, just for my sanity and just for, just to stay in a positive space. So, I mean, at least I feel like I do know what I'm talking about because I've been doing this for months so I can be trusted so I say all that to say that I'm a credible source like I get it like I understand I know the the ups and downs of graduating and I also know some things that work that have worked for me at least so in this next part of the podcast episode 
Um, we're gonna talk about some knickknacks. Okay, so every episode, I'm gonna give you guys some knickknacks. So that's gonna be some suggestions, some things that I think that you should do, some things that work for me. So the reason that they're called knickknacks is because if you know the definition of knickknack, it is like a novelty item. It's something that might seem useless to some people. So this is me doing the disclaimer. I don't know how this is going to work for you. Um, this is me saying, I don't know if y'all seen that meme, but it's like a meme and it's like when you give somebody some advice, but then you add, but IDK though, just in case it don't work. So me calling it knickknacks is me saying, but IDK though, but stay tuned. Still going to cut into them. All right. So the first knickknack is to relax, relate, release. Um, you just accomplish a really, really, really big goal. And you have to remember that. You have to take a moment to be proud of that. You don't have to move on to the next thing immediately. Like, you just accomplish a big goal. You just work for four plus years or maybe, you know, around four years because college is crazy. You got to go at your own pace. But you just spent this time and you just got a whole degree you have some extensive knowledge on a lot of things, not even just what you learn in class. You probably learn how to finesse, which is going to come in handy. You learn how to manage your time. You learn how to just do so many different things. You learn how to live out on your own without your parents. You learn how to socialize. You learn so many different things. You just have this big moment in your life. Take that in. It's okay. Like, you're cool. Like, I'm proud of you. Even if you're not proud of yourself, I'm proud of you. Like, you just did that. Wow. Like, look at that little degree and be proud of that. Second knickknack is get used to some rejection. It's going to happen. Like, I know that sounds, that sounds cynical. It happens. It's very real. Like, I've applied to so many places and have gotten accustomed to oh thank you thank you for applying however like it happens it happens in life and the quicker that you can kind of realize that and realize that it's normal the quicker you can be okay in that area it takes time um I'm here to tell you that's why I'm here to tell you now like you're okay you're not horrible don't take it to heart and don't get discouraged in that you stop trying. Like, after a while, I mean, with applying to jobs, you're like, okay, like, am I going to waste my time filling out another job application that wants me to both upload my resume and then type out my whole resume on here again just for them to send me something that said, hey, you didn't get the job. Don't let it deter you. It is, sometimes it's hard. You have to take a break from that. Like, sometimes I'm like, guy, like, let me know now because... I won't even put in my resume. I get it. Like, it's fine. You can find somebody else, but I could have used that time to do literally anything else. I didn't even really want that job. Like, I just waste my time. So, yes, rejection happens and it's not fun, but you're going to be okay. You're fine. It just, it's a part of life. Like, you got to just keep trying. And you have to kind of root yourself in the fact that, hey, I tried. You can't worry about worry too much about the outcome of what happens because that's gonna drive you crazy that's what makes you want to give up and you also can't place your self-worth in okay this one job didn't want me eventually you're gonna get that job that you want or you're gonna get an opportunity and you're gonna see okay okay if that wasn't that bad 
that taught me something. Take every little thing that you can. Learn something. If anything, me being rejected has helped me to better my resume. Like, I mean, it's the same information. I just wrote it better. It's helped me to say, okay, you know what? I don't even want to do that job. It's helped me to kind of take a second and think about what it is that I want to do, that I'm trying to do, and help me better myself. Like, okay, how can I prevent this? I don't want to, I don't want this to keep happening. Okay, so maybe I can make myself a little bit better. Maybe I can make my work a little bit better. And I have. Nag number three. Keep your faith. Like, this time is so crucial. And it's so easy because you're so vulnerable. Just physically. Like, you're just physically vulnerable. You're, like, going through a transition. And it's a hell of a transition at that. You have got to keep your faith. And I, this is coming from somebody who didn't really do that who kind of got discouraged um like you have to I don't know how you could get through this time without it because if anything it roots you in okay I know that there is a plan for my life even though it doesn't look like it right now there's a plan for my life like God is doing something God's got me I can I know I can trust him and it kind of gives you a way to rest But sometimes, I mean, I'm not going to lie. Like, I was looking and I'm like, Lord, nothing's still happening. Like, it's just like, okay, God, you, like, you're taking too long. I don't know. I guess I have to do it myself. And when I made, not, yeah, when I made that decision and when I decided to have that mindset, well, that's when my depression got worse. That's when, you know, I just felt like the enemy was talking so loud to me. And that's when I felt like I wasn't good enough. That's when I felt like, you know what? maybe I need to just check out a life. Like, maybe I can't do this. Maybe I have plateaued. Maybe, like, I'm not going to be anything. But whenever I, okay, try to have faith and do, you know, just try to figure something out with God. Like, God, we got to we gotta figure something and try to overcome that. Well, that's when it got easier. And it's not that God, you know, gave me what I wanted or that God, bless me with this amazing job or that I make a million dollars a day now it's just my relationship with God I have God and I can rest in every day I can rest knowing like okay you know what my whole life is not figured out but you know what I'm good today God's got me and it's really taught me if anything if it's taught me anything is how Jesus said don't worry about tomorrow for tomorrow has enough worries about for itself I've learned that <laughs> the the hard way, the the hard way, the hard way, that, you know what, I can't control, I have absolutely no idea what's going to happen next week. I have absolutely no idea what's going to happen even tomorrow. But hey, right now, I feel good. Right now, you know, God, I'm thankful the sun is out. Right now, everything is good. And when you focus on the right now and live in the moment, like, hey, you can see so many things that you can be grateful for. And you don't have to worry. You're like, wow, okay, God, I don't feel like I need to worry about what's going to happen. Am I going to find this job? And You know, how I'm going to pay for this? You know what? Thank you for this moment right now that I'm breathing. And take it from me. Like, I know that it's hard sometimes to trust. Trust what God's doing in your life and trust that he's doing something in your life. So... I found some verses that personally helped me um, in those times that I'm like, God, you don't hear me. God, you're not here. Or not even that God isn't there, but God, you don't want to help me. You don't care about me. You're not moving. You just are mean. You are not, you know, 
it doesn't seem like you're good. It doesn't seem like you're doing anything in my life. You've forgotten about me. I just, <laughs> you know, the thoughts just run through your mind. And you just feel so negative and you just feel like you've lost your hope. Especially, I mean, like when you place your hope in God and then you just feel like he's not coming through for you. That is a, a hope challenger and a faith challenger. So with that being said, these are some verses that help me personally. And some that whenever I do get in that funk, verses that kind of cut through that and verses that soften my heart verses that turn my heart back around and kind of just help me so the first verse is jeremiah 29 11 so it's a well-known verse but i'm just going to go ahead and tell you these verses because sometimes you need to hear them so this one is for i know the plans i have for you says the lord there are plans for good and not for disaster to give you hope and a future so that right there tells you that okay god has plans for me and they're good plans and i can they're gonna give me hope like, I have a future, you know, it's just very self-explanatory. Um, so that just lets you know that, okay, God does have something for you. Um, another favorite of mine is Psalms twenty-seven thirteen, And so that is, I will remain confident in this, that I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. So that tells you that here on earth, I will see God's goodness. I will see God move. It's not something that will just be in heaven. It's not something where I'm like, okay, like life is going to suck and then you die. And then life will get better. No, I can see God's goodness right here while I'm living. And I'm going to look for it. And I'm going to declare that over my life. That's something I declare over my life. Like whenever I am having a bad day, like, no, I will. Like, I'm like, God, you got to come through for me. I will see the goodness of the Lord and the land of the living right here on earth so the next verse is romans eight twenty eight, and it's and we know that god causes all things to work together for the good of those who love him and who are called according to his purpose so even if things don't look good god can make it work for you and it's not that god causes bad things to happen to us it's that he can just use that like okay whatever so think about it. i was thinking about it as like a cake that I'm making or like a meal that I'm making like oh man I put too much of this in it instead of God saying okay let's throw it out let's throw your life out no he's like okay no no I can still work this out I can make this I can still make this into something good and so no matter how far left we go he can use it and no matter what happens in life he can use that so we don't have to fret we can be like okay who yeah this might look good this might not be what I wanted it to be but some kind of way God is going to be able to use that so that's also something that we can rest in as well um another one I have five million verses today I'm kidding um is Isaiah thirty eighteen, which is one that I lean on when I don't feel like God is <laughs> nice to me you know you like sometimes we're very foolish and we're like God you just don't like you it's that you don't like me isn't it like you just don't like I'm not good uh you don't like I'm not doing this thing right I don't think that you hear me it's cool like I don't even deserve you I don't like it's just when you just feel this is one that I personally lean on when I just feel at odds with God but like in a way where I feel like I'm not good enough and where I feel like God doesn't want to be nice to me and he shouldn't be nice to me and God isn't nice and I don't and then even if he was nice I just don't deserve that so this one says and I'm just going to paraphrase it because I like what all the different versions say so it's just that this verse says that God 
longs to be gracious to you. So he's waiting. He's waiting for a chance to be good to you. He's waiting for you to come to him so that he can be just loving to you. And so that we can rest in that. You can totally rest in that. It's like, okay, whenever, it doesn't matter what I've done. It's I can always come back to God and he's going to want to be gracious to me because he loves me. Like he's waiting for that. Like that's his heart. That's something that he yearns for is for me to come back so that he can love on me. And so no matter how bad you feel, cause I know sometimes I just feel like, uh, that God wants to be gracious to you so you can rest in that. Um, I just said that five million times. I'm sorry. Um, I just really want to beat it in your head. I'm beating it in your head. He want to be gracious to you no matter what. So if you don't remember anything else about anything I'm saying, boom. And another one of my favorites is that God perfects those things which concern us. And that's Psalms 138. And I don't remember what version that is, but I just like that. Um, But anyway, um, Psalms 138.8. And that one just lets you know that the things that I care about, the things that bother me, God wants to perfect that. God wants to, he's also concerned about that. So whether it be, hey, God, I don't have a job. (laughs) I'm looking for the right job. Or whether it be like, God, my hair is just not together and I cannot figure out what to do with it. He wants to perfect that. He cares about it and he's also concerned about it. So rest in some of those. I know that there's many others like rest in the whole Bible, (laughs) but those are some that I personally keep in mind that help me when I'm having a, a little moment where I'm having, a, you know, a dark moment and where the enemy's speaking hella lies to me. So, like I said, don't, like, that's the last thing that you want to do is to be like, hey, I don't want to pray about this. Hey, I feel at odds with God. So, if you work on nothing else in your downtime with graduating <laughs> and kind of just feeling like, wow, this sucks. If you work on nothing else, work on your relationship with God and pull in close to him because this transition being what it is, being a total 180 for most people, it is rather hard to get it together. And the enemy's proud. Like, I just, I personally feel like the enemy's waiting. He He's waiting for people to graduate for this 180 so he can just kick you while you're already down and kick you while you're already confused. So, draw near to God. Like it's going to save you. It's not, I'm not saying that it's going to get you a job the moment that you graduate. It might because he's cool and he does different things in different people's lives at different times, but it's going to just save you. You're going to feel a peace that transcends all understanding. Like you're not even going to be like, like nothing in my life is going good, but like, I'm, I feel good. I feel good. I know I got God and I still feel like, you know, I can worship and praise and I feel good about that. So next knick-knack is trust the process. Um, Some kind of way God is going to work out something. <laughs> and sometimes that's what it looks like. Like some kind of way God going to do something. And we have to know that, hey, just because this person's life is doing this and you've seen this in your family or you've seen your friends doing this, it doesn't mean that that's what's going to happen in your life. And that's good and bad. So yeah, somebody might have gotten a job immediately after they graduated. Okay, that might not happen to you. That doesn't mean that you've done something wrong. It's just your process is going to be different. Where God is taking you is going to be a bit different. So, and it's really hard to trust the process because you're like, okay, like, why does this keep happening? Or why do I got to do this? And why didn't they have to do this? But you have to just kind of 
I mean, you just you almost have no choice. You, the process is going to happen is whether you're going to be content in it or not. So trust what's happening in your life. Know that it's going to work out in the end some kind of way. Anyway, that one was pretty short and sweet. I'm not going to keep, I'm not going to beat that one over y'all head. Trust the process. Bam. Um, if you remember, nothing else about that point. Just trust. Okay. Gosh. Um, next thing is like not even spiritual, not even super deep. Find a hobby. People say that on Twitter and like, find a hobby. Y'all need to get a hobby out here. But really, find a hobby. For real though. Find something that you like to do that brings some type of joy to your life. Because even if you have a job immediately after you graduate, you still going to be like, okay, so do I just work and pay bills and like die and do this every day and do it five days a week and then have two days off and then go back and do that all over again. And I had a moment where I was like, so like, this is like, like, even if I get a job today, like that's it, this sucks. And then I found stuff that I like to do. And that kind of, you know, that made me enjoy my life better like okay I like to do this stuff so personally my hobbies have been I love movies I love a good show I love all those kind of things so okay when the new movies come out oh I'm gonna be there and before I go see the movie I'm gonna read the reviews and I'm gonna do all this kind of stuff and I'm gonna get me some popcorn I'm gonna go on this day and I ask this person to go with me and I'm finding other people who like movies and all this kind of stuff so personally that's been my thing finding a good show to really cut into will save your life like okay you can't even if you look you can't work all day and you cannot job hunt all day like eventually you're gonna have to find something else that's gonna make you feel good some kind of way another one of my hobbies is good food is food a hobby it is now like it's a hobby so another one of my hobbies personally is eating eating well and when I say well I don't mean like oh I'm a vegan now no, I mean, I'm going to get me a good burger. Like, I'm not going to go to McDonald's. Like, nah, I'm going to go to Friday's. Like, I'm going to eat some good, good, good food. Like, I'm not going to have step. Like, I don't got a juicy crab. Like, I love juicy crab. And I'm going to get me a one-pound crab legs with all the seasonings on it and some extra potatoes. Like, now, this one, like, I got to be careful with that hobby because it's like, okay, girl, like, you got to be careful. You got to be healthy. So, I mean, whatever. It makes me feel good. A good ice cream sandwich will save your day. Um, <laughs> and another one of my hobbies is just getting outside. So, that's super new because I didn't even used to be like to be outdoors. But now I'm, like, always outside. So, just sitting outside of nature changes my whole day around or looking out at the weather. And it's, like, going to be sunny and, like, going to have a little bit of wind. And, you know, like, okay, like, yeah. I'm feeling better. Like, I feel good right now. Okay, maybe I'm driving outside. Um, and just doing different things. Like, I just went whitewater rafting for the first time. And I'm like, wow, I really like this. This is something that I really enjoy. And just figuring out that, hey, okay, one of my goals is to hike in Utah by the end of the year. And also go see the Grand Canyon. So, it gave me something to look forward to. So, so that I'm not just like, okay, I don't have a job and my life sucks. And I just gotta... So, no. Okay, all this kind of stuff gives me stuff to look forward to and something to like, okay, this day I can do this for sure. And it's really just brought light to my life. So find what you love. Don't even have to be good at it. Find something that you love because you'll be surprised at how find something that you just like will save your whole life and make you feel like you're not just purposeless and like floating and you hate life. You'd be like, look, 
I might have wanted out last week, but Handmaid's Tale came out today, so I'm finna go watch that. Um, so my next knickknack, I don't know why I was at that, because I've really, I've lost what count I'm on. I'm on six or seven, so my next suggestion is find friends, and you probably have friends, but you're gonna want to find some friends that you can talk to, you're going to want to find some friends that you can go out with, you're going to want to find some friends who will pull you out of the gutter, like, come on, girl, you got to get up, and you're going to want some friends to come down there with you and say, hey, what's wrong, like, talk to me about it, um, that's something that really helped me, because I felt really alone, like, I'm the only person in the whole world that's ever went through anything after college, everybody else's life is together, and when I talk to my friends, they're like, no, like, I went through the same thing, it was like, oh, okay, so, I'm not out of the norm. And look, okay, this is actually not going to last forever because, okay, you've gotten on your feet, you've found something that you love. So you'll be surprised at just how good and how positive this is for your mental health to talk to people, to see like, okay, just to run your, sometimes you just want to run your thoughts by people and you're like, I don't know what's going on. But after you talk to somebody, you'll be like, okay, you know what? I feel better. I feel like I can go on today. So last point, last scene, last knickknack. We've been here. If you're still listening, you're awesome. Thanks. I've been rambling. I got to cut a lot of stuff out, but whatever. Um, Don't compare yourself to anybody because you have to remember that everybody is flexing. Like, that's the freaking art of social media. It's like to put your best foot forward, to show your best self, to show this picture that I just spent an hour editing, to show this vacation that I saved up the whole year for, not to post for like a week because I went through a kind of, kind of a dark period, but I'm back now, and I'm going to show you that. And, you know, so you can't compare yourself to everybody's social media. Because you're going to feel like everybody else has their stuff together. And I'm the only person in America who don't have their stuff together. And it's just not true. We're all flexing. If you think about your own social media account right now, you're probably flexing too. Like, you don't have it together, but it look good. But my page is coordinated. So, remember that. Um, Everybody's flexing. We're all flexing. I'm flexing. If you look at my page, I'm flexed. Um, if you look on your friend's page, they're flexed. If you look on the person that you, that inspires you, they're flexed. Okay. Nobody knows what's going on. We don't know. You don't know what's going on. Not even like famous, like they don't know what's going on. Like nobody in the whole world knows what's going on. So relax. You're good. I promise. And don't compare yourself to that. Compare yourself only to yourself. Like that's literally in the Bible. In, like, Corinthians. I don't know. I think it's in Corinthians for real. One of them. There's two of them now. But, look. Compare yourself only to yourself. So, with all this that we've talked about today, um, the big overlying thing is protect your mental health in this time. Because it will be attacked. You're going into a different period of your life. You're going into a shift. So, protect yourself. All this kind of stuff will help you kind of protect what you're doing. So... If you're still here, once again, thank you for listening. You're awesome. 
go ahead and apply it yourself. Um, <laughs> and I'll like, as always, I'm going to try to always close out with some type of prayer. So if you're listening and you're not like driving a vehicle, go ahead and close your eyes and bow your head. Okay. But Father God, we thank you so much for this time on earth. Um, for this time in limbo, <laughs> it feels very strange. But God, we're learning to trust, trust you in a brand new way that we would not have been able to trust you. And God, we trust your plan for our life, Father God. Lord, we ask that you help us, that Lord, sometimes we do need a little bit of something just to help us get through this time, Lord, because it's so it feels so crucial and it feels so just strange and weird and not fun god we need you we need your peace god we need joy that comes from you god we just need something and god we do still like yeah that is all nice and god please don't take it away because it is literally keeping me afloat keeping all of us afloat god your love and your peace and joy that comes from you but god also lord please send us some employment (laughs) god please send us god our next career move Lord, we want to, we're eager to get out there. Lord Jesus, please show us what we're good at. Please show us just all the opportunities that you've set before us, Lord Jesus, and help us to seize those opportunities, Lord. So thank you for loving us, Lord Jesus, for being with us. And God, help us to find new ways to be grateful, Lord Jesus, and new things that we can be grateful for. Lord Jesus, we love you so much. Please continue to love on us and protect us, Lord. Help us to draw near to you and remind us of your love each day. It is in your name that we pray. Amen. So, we're at the end of the podcast, at the end of the episode. So, if you want more, um, I'm an act four on Instagram. I'm an act four on anact4.com. Um, and I'm Mind Your Business on Twitter. So, <laughs> Have a good rest of your day or night or whenever you're listening to this. And catch me next week. We'll be back at it.